Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. And it's another beautiful day right here on Moment of Clarity. My name is Stefan G, and you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Moment of Clarity. Hey, listen, guys, before I get started on today's show, while you're listening, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe on Stitcher. You can always, always, always get your episode of Moment of Clarity first by subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher. It will always come out first bought for subscribers way before you'll be able to find it on Facebook or on the website or anything like that. So always subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes by searching Moment of Clarity with Stefan G and do the same on Stitcher, Moment of Clarity with Stefan G to subscribe on Stitcher. Now, that's me doing the Mr. Miyagi clap. Today, we're talking about everybody's favorite topic, the topic that I've been avoiding for the past three or four weeks. We are talking about sin. Yeah, baby, sin. You doggone sinner. You filthy, nasty, dirty, no good, ragamuffin sinner. That's what you are. You know that, right, Mike? That's what you oh, are. Oh, I knew that. You, you just... Dirty, that's what you are. Filthy rag, that's what you are. And so I want to talk today about sin, and I'm not quite sure what direction I'm going to be going with this. So just sit back, you know, put your seat backs and tray tables in their upright and locked positions, and let's take a ride and see what happens. Um, I did want to start out with this list that I found of all the sins, all of them, every single one. And from what I'm reading, some of these, I believe, could be up to interpretation. Some of these, I believe, are um, miscategorized, maybe. But apparently, each and every last one of these is in the Bible. I, personally, has not have not taken time to search and find all 85 of them. But apparently, each and every last one of them is in the Bible. So what I wanted to do, one of the first things I wanted to do was read a list of sins. And the reason I want to read the list of sins is because I want to make sure everybody who's listening knows that they are a filthy, no good, dirty, ragamuffin sinner, just like all the rest of us are. Because the Bible specifically tells us that we are all sinners, even those who have been saved, we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we need to know that. And so, and I also thought it was kind of interesting, some of the stuff that was on the list. You might not know that you're sinning even though you are sinning. There's a couple of these that I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 that? Wait, come on, that's not fair. I remember I even told Mike that. I was like, this one's not fair, man. Everybody, like, I don't appreciate that being on the list. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the 10 commandments and then we're gonna list under the 10 commandments, under each commandment, what sin falls underneath those commandments, right? So the first commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me. Okay, so underneath, The first commandment is idolatry, greed, covetousness, love of money, gluttony, complaining, not loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and strength. And I had to stop right there. That that one kind of got me because I was like, you know, that's that's a whole lot of that's a lot of work. Heart, mind, soul, and strength, not just 
love God with all your heart, not just love God with all your mind, not just love God as hard as you can. You must love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And I knew that that was a commandment, but I didn't necessarily transfer the lack of doing it into a sin. So let that one stick for a little while for everybody there. Loving God, not loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength makes you a sinner. And I think that could really kind of encapsulate everybody as far as I'm concerned. I mean, maybe you're just a little Mr. Goody Two-Shoes and you've found a way to love God with your entire heart, to love God with your entire mind, to love God with your entire soul, which I don't even know how I start doing that one, you know, and to love God with your entire strength. I guess your soul is supposed to be considered your will, your willpower, you know what I mean? So, and then your entire strength, no, what was soul? Soul is not willpower. Soul is something else. It's your spirit. Well, yeah, but there's a there's a uh, a applicable category that I heard some preacher put it into one time that it was I don't know I can't remember if I remember it I'll tell you guys what it is um, but with all your heart all your mind all your soul and all your strength I don't know too many people that have gotten that one down so if you haven't gotten that one down Pat you are still a sinner. Uh, We're still in the first commandment, though. Tempting God, high-mindedness, disobedience, witchcraft, lover of self, putting family, friends, job, or anything else above God, including food, money, sports, internet, TV, movies, cars, attachments to riches or materials, goods, and dozens of other things. And I don't like the dozens of other things. That's a little vague for me, but that's okay. Second commandment. The sins underneath the second commandment are love of money, greed, disobedience, covetousness, love of self, putting family, friends, job, or anything else above God, irreverent use of God's words, and attachment to riches or material goods. In the third commandment, we have cursing, swearing, blasphemy, breaking an oath taken in God's name, irreverent use of God's name, and humor. Speaking, see, that's another one where I'm like, dang, I, I didn't know. I knew, but I didn't know, and I'd break that one a lot. Even the the clean Christian jokes, you know what I mean, are encapsulated in this particular statement. Um, That's a big one. Irreverent use of God's name and humor. Speaking evil of the church. Ooh, <laughs> I break that one a lot. Taking communion or the Lord's Supper in a careless manner or unworthily, which means if you take it and you don't know why you're supposed to or not supposed to take it, that's a sin. Anger at God is a sin. Careless use of God's name. Euphemisms like geez, gosh, and oh my God. That one got Mike. Mike was like, I can't say geez? I'm like, no, you can't say geez. That comes from Jesus. Can't say it. So, fourth commandment. In the fourth commandment, we have sloth, laziness, neglecting to assemble with the saints, profaning worship service, fighting or speaking evil of Christian brothers and sisters. Fifth commandment, cursing father or mother, dishonoring your parents, striking or fighting with your parents, disobeying your parents, making fun of your parents, filthy talk, speaking evil or badly of your parents, and your grandparents are included in everything that was just said. I've broken that one too. Like I've probably broken all of those except maybe fighting with my parents or striking them. I don't think I've never really, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. But I've made fun of them. I've cursed at them. I've dishonored them. I've definitely disobeyed them. Yeah, I'm dirty, dude. (laughs) I'm dirty. Uh, Let's see. Sixth commandment. 
murder, anger, hate, enmity, rage, brawling, rioting, striking, unforgiving heart, wrath, unmerciful, dissensions, contentions, clamor, despitefulness, debate, arguing, fighting, abortion, division, strife, and rivalries. <sighs> I'm not, I'm not going to make it out of this <laughs> without like if I like seriously guys I'm looking at this list and I'm I'm saying this in a little bit of jest but I'm also looking at this list seriously and I'm at the sixth commandment we've got four commandments to go and if I was checking off like doing check marks I you know or you know how you see the thing on Facebook they assign a dollar amount to everything that you've done wrong like you know if you've kissed somebody it's a dollar I have if, not seen that you haven't seen that they've got these little things that go around Facebook and it's like if you've, you know, skipped school, it's a dollar. If you kiss somebody, it's 50 cents. If you had sex with somebody, it's a dollar. If you had sex with two people at the same time, it's like a dollar and 50 cents. And they've got this list of like 20 or 30 things, and you add it up and see what your total is. You know, and some people will get to like $45. Some people are like 130 you know, and so it just depends. If I'm doing this on this list, <laughs> I'm breaking the bank right now. <laughs> I am breaking the bank. Okay, so we're at the seventh commandment now. Seventh commandment, adultery, fornication, sexual immorality, filthy talk, crude joking, whoremongers, defiling the body, homosexuality, sensuality, impurity, tempting others sexually, inordinate passion, corrupt language, effeminate, pornography, vulgar or crude jokes. Listen, tempting others sexually. Who hasn't done that sometime, somewhere, somehow tried to tempt somebody else sexually? Like, Okay, we'll keep going. Eighth commandment, stealing, bribery, extortion, sloth, laziness at work. Come on now. Really? Laziness at work? Defrauding, dishonesty, cheating, gambling. But it's true because laziness at work, this eighth commandment is thou shalt not steal. And if you're being lazy at work and you're not fulfilling your job requirements during the amount of time that you're, they're paying you to be there, technically, you know, HR likes to call it stealing time. You can consider it stealing. So if you're at work right now and you're listening to my podcast instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're sinning. You're a freaking sinner. You're dirty, no good. Don't stop listening, though. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to encourage your sin, but we're going to talk more about this stuff. Okay, ninth commandment. Lying, gossiping, slandering, backbiting, spreading rumors, deceit, extortion, railing, slander, defrauding, breaking promises. Who hasn't done that? From time to time, craftiness, hypocrisy. Who hasn't done hypocrisy? Who hasn't been? Who hasn't been? How, what word am I supposed to be using? Hypocritic? No. Who's something? Hypocritical? Hippo no. That's isn't that of somebody else? Hypocritical of somebody else? Who hasn't been a hypocrite? There we go. There you go. <laughs> At some point in time. Um, okay. Craftiness, hypocrisy, dishonesty, whisperers, idle words. Withholding all of the truth, which means you only told a little bit of the truth, half-truthing, double-tongued, bragging, boasting, flattery, exaggerating the truth, whining, I know some whining people out there, speaking evil of others, and down to the 10th commandment, coveting, envy, lust, jealousy, drunkenness, sorcery, which in the Greek means drug abuse, materialism, wantonness, sensuality, gambling, revelings, Attachment to riches or other material goods, lawsuits against Christians, emulations, extortions, desire for money, desire for power, desire for sex, anger at others' good fortunes, and desiring things of others, flirting or playing with temptation. 
There's your list. And, and these are supposed to be the sins listed in the New Testament. These aren't just Old Testament sins. These are sins listed in the New Testament as they fall up under the Ten Commandments. Like, I don't know anyone who can't find themselves in quite a few places in that list. I was going to say in at least one place. No, 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 no. I don't know. Me personally, I don't know anybody who can't find themselves in at least seven. I'll say at least seven. Because I know, Mike, you're a great person. So you probably only, no, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me this great person. You're saved. You're a Christian. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you, what, three maybe you found yourself <laughs> in? Cause no, you know, it's probably a lot more than that. I mean, because I'm saying that's how we cause that's how we see ourselves sometimes yeah. as Christians. When we think about how much sin we actually do, we usually only think about the sin that we struggle with. We don't think about the sins that we don't really give a crap about that we do anyway. You know what I mean? That's really true, actually. We think about the sins that we struggle with. Like for me, anybody who's listened to this radio show knows that I'm a sexual sinner. That's my thing. I like big butts and I cannot lie. That's my thing. And so that's the one I struggle with. So that's the one that I'm usually talking about a lot, and that's the one I'm ministering to people about, and that's the one I'm trying to overcome all the time, and that's the one, you know, I had to read every man's battle and all this other kind of stuff. But I don't normally think about, you know, all these other sins in here that I do on a regular basis. Laziness, come on now. Laziness, profaning worship service. That's going to church and saying, I didn't like that song. Seriously. That's going to church and being like, they need to not sing that song anymore because I didn't like that song. <laughs> Who doesn't do stuff uh, like we're that? screwed. I mean, yeah, we are. Love of money, which I don't really love money, but I like it a lot. I mean, I like like money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little more than a friend. Yeah, exactly. Money. We, You know, when you, do you like them or do you like like them? I like <laughs> like money. Not love, but like like. <laughs> yeah, you know. Lover of self, which is something we're all going overboard with these days. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's trying to learn to love themselves. So, so many people are going overboard with loving themselves these days. You know, saying geez and gosh and oh my God. and uh, Yeah. We can't That's win. That's definitely one of mine. I mean, looking at this list, we can't win, dude. Come on. Dishonoring your parents. Like... What American kid hasn't dishonored their parents? Seriously. Like, we don't even grow up with the concept of honoring our parents. (laughs) Right. You know, it's not like we're in ancient Asia somewhere where you've brought dishonor to our name and that's something that means something in history. No, we haven't even come up with the concept of honoring our parents in America. So we dishonor them all the time. And even, and here are some that I don't deal with, right? So I don't even put a lot of emphasis on them, but they're a big deal. Murder, anger, hate, rage, rioting, unforgiving heart, unmerciful, despitefulness. Now this one, debate, arguing. Come on, man. That's not fair. (laughs) It's just not fair. I fall into debate and arguing all the time. It's kind of what I do for a living. (laughs) You know? Like, come on. You sinner. Bribery, extortion. Come on. Defrauding, dishonesty, cheating. That means cheating in Monopoly, too. You know what I mean? It also means cheating in Uno with your friends. It's just, you can't win. Envy, lust, jealousy, drunkenness. I've been drunk many times. Materialism. I've been materialistic before. 
Desire for power. I've had that. Desire for money. I've had that. Anger at others' good fortunes. I've had that. Even though I don't really like to admit that one. But I've had it. I have had it. So when I come back from the break, we're going to talk about what do we do with this list? We've got this big, long list of things that we can't do. We've got this big, long list of sins. We obviously, every last one of us, are no good, filthy, dirty, ragamuffin sinners. So what do we do with that? And I'm not talking about the elementary school, Bible school answer of love Jesus, love God. But there's a there's a part of that to it. But what do we really do with this big list? If you checked off everything on the list that you do, what, what do you do with that long list? I mean, you're up to like 265 bucks, right? What do you do with your $265 laundry list of sins? Talk to you about it when we come back. Moment of Clarity, Stefan G. Be back in a second. Stephon G. And we are talking about sin on today's program. Um, and by the way, go to the website, thestephong.com. That's T-H-E-S-T-E-F-A-N-G.com. Go to the website, click on members only, join the quad. We'll talk about a lot of these things in a little bit more depth for our members only group. So if you want to have you know a little bit more discussion about some of the things we talk about on the show, uh, join the quad. It's a members only group and we talk a little bit more in depth when I can get people to talk. A lot of people don't, you know, we haven't gotten to the place where everybody bears their soul, but I know everybody's not a bearing soul kind of person, but it's a place where we, we can really get deeper in the conversation. So we're talking about sin and we've got this long laundry list of sins. I mean, it's obvious that every single person on the earth is a sinner and not just a sinner, like a multiple repeat offender. Like, seriously, like, if this was all the laws in the world and the judge came to you and said, we've caught, we've been monitoring you, we know every single law that you broke, they would throw the book at every last one of us. I mean, we would all be in jail forever. Because I don't know, like I said, I don't know anybody that can do less than seven of those. And I probably honestly don't know anybody that can do less than like 20 out of all the ones that were listed. And so, and if you can do less than 20, Call me because <laughs> we need to talk. But honestly, what do we do with this? What do we do with this long laundry list of sin? Well, the first thing we have to do is we have to acknowledge that this is truth. We have to acknowledge that these things are real, that these are actual sins that we commit on a regular basis, that we're not just going to look at the major sins anymore. We're not just going to look at fornication and stealing and murder. And if we don't do that, then we're not sinning. We're not we're going to also think about drunkenness and lying and gossip because those are also sins and laziness. We're also going to think about pride. And we're, so what we have to do is we have to determine to ourselves. We have to accept it. We have to acknowledge it. We have to. My name is Stefan and I'm an alcoholic. We have to accept that these are sins and we participate in them. 
Okay, so I'm sure everybody knew that. So we got that out of the way. So what do we do next? Well, of course, you want to go to Christ and ask him to forgive you of your sins. So hopefully, if you're listening to this radio show, you've hopefully already asked Christ into your heart. You've hopefully already said the the sinner's prayer, some form of a sinner's prayer, and you've asked God into your heart. And if you haven't done that yet, by the end of this show, I will give you an opportunity to do that because we're going to really lay out why we need Jesus. And we know we need Jesus. So we realize we're sinners. We do the sinner's prayer. But then what happens? We keep freaking sinning because all of this laundry list is stuff that we all us saved people still do. Right. And it's one of the reasons that we've gotten into this non-judgmental society. Like, I can't judge you for anything because I do stuff too. And you can't judge me for anything because you do stuff too. And you know what? That's just not true. And I think one of the things that we need to do with this big long laundry list of things that are on this sin, you know, this big sin dossier that we have now, is I think we need to start holding each other accountable more often. I believe that's one place that we have really slacked off as Christians is holding each other accountable for a holy lifestyle because the objective is to eradicate your list, right? The objective is to, at some point in time, whittle that list down to maybe you actually do only have seven or maybe you actually get down to three. But more importantly than that, we need to make sure that on a regular basis, we are talking to Christ about our sinfulness. That's where the key is. Not talking to Christ about what we want to achieve in life. Not talking to Christ about where we want to go. Not talking to Christ about this trip that we want to take or this job that we want to have. But talking to Christ about how sinful we really are. I don't think enough of us have that sin conversation with Christ. And, I, and the ones that we, the, those of us that do have it, I'm stuttering today for some reason. This is weird. It's the devil. Those of us that do, <laughs> those of us that do have it, that conversation, I don't think we have it often enough. The conversation that kind of goes like, wow, God, I really do need you in my life for like everything. When I look at this list of things that you consider unholy, when I look at this list of things that separate me from you, because sin separates us from God. It separates us from his presence. It separates us from a oneness with him. You know, when I look at this list of things that separate me from you on a regular basis, like you think you're all like tied into Jesus. We all think that. We think that we've got a connection with Christ. Even if we know we don't have the connection we should have, we know we've got a connection with Christ. But then every time you say, geez, you're separated a little bit. And every time you, you know, break an oath, every time you break a promise, you're separated a little bit. And every time you curse, you're separated a little bit more. And every time you're lazy, you're separated a little bit more. And every time you dishonor your parents, you're separated a little bit more. And every time you're angry, you separate a little bit more. And every time you're arguing and fighting, you separate a little bit more. You know, every time you have sex with somebody that's not your wife or your husband, you separate a little bit more. Every time you tell a crude joke, you separate a little bit more. Every time you try to tempt somebody else sexually, 
<clears throat> with your long hair and your eyelashes and your eyebrows and your makeup and your full lips and your butt injections and your boob job. Yeah, because all of that was to help you feel better about yourself, right? Every time you do that, you separate a little bit more. Every time you love yourself more than you love God, you separate yourself a little bit more. Every time you put God after food, after money, after sports, after the internet, after TV, after movies, after cards, you separate a little bit more. So piece after piece, you think you're connected in. You've got this great, you know, airtight connection with Christ. You and Jesus have been doing good lately. Y'all been talking. Y'all connected. You love God. He loves you. You know what's going on. But you're doing all this stuff every single day. And the reason I say that is not to show you what you're doing wrong. But the reason I say it is to ask you, how much closer could you be? How much closer could you and Christ really be if you weren't being separated more and more every day with all of these little foxes? With all these little itty bitty foxes every day, how much closer could you be to Christ? How much closer could you be to Christ if you actually took time to focus on your checklist? And instead of saying, I want to go out and change the universe, you said, I want to adjust the universe that's on the inside of me. God, I want to stop lying, gossiping, slandering, backbiting. I want to stop stealing, bribing people, being lazy at work. I want to stop being sexually immoral. I want to stop being a homosexual. I want to stop watching pornography. I want to stop having inordinate passions. I want to stop being angry all the time. I want to stop, you know, causing division between people. I want to stop fighting and arguing and debating all the time. I mean, I'm telling y'all, I look at this list and I'm like, I've got no shot at making it to heaven without a daily, regular regimen of Christ in my life all the time. Because if these are things that keep me out of heaven, if these are the things, if these are the rules, the Ten Commandments that would keep me out of heaven under the Old Testament, it shows me, God, I need Jesus. I don't know if anybody made it. I don't know if anybody from the Old Testament made it. If these are the rules, I don't know if anybody from the Old Testament made it. That's the reason that Jesus had to go get them out of purgatory, apparently. That's the whole concept. They were, they, you know, because everybody knew it wasn't fair, so they put them in a place that wasn't quite hell. And they went and got them out. But if this is what's keeping me away, if this is what's keeping me from having the magnificent relationship with Christ that I could have, if this is what's keeping me from being one with Jesus, it just shows me I need so much Jesus in my life. And I'm not just, I'm really not talking about y'all right now. I'm talking about me. Because if I go down the list, and I'll just be, I'll be very, very transparent right now. If I go down the list, I've got some idolatry. I got some greed. I got some covetousness. I've got some gluttony. I got complaining. I've got not loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. I've got some high-mindedness. I've definitely got disobedience. I've got some love of self. I've got some putting family, friends, job, or anything else above God. I've got some putting food, money, sports, internet, TV, movies, and cars above God. And I've got some attachment to material goods. That's just the first commandment. That's my list just from the first commandment. Like, I might have skipped over four pieces. I might have skipped over four things on the list. And if I go down to the second commandment, uh, I'm not, I don't really love money. I'm not very greedy, but I've definitely got some disobedience. I've got some covetousness. I've got some love of self. Again, I put family, friends, and job above God at times. 
I've got some irreverent use of God's word because sometimes I just use it out of context. Sometimes I just use it when I'm not supposed to. There's that. That's the second commandment. I got a list for the second commandment. And I can go through these and tell you guys each and every one, but I ain't trying to put all my business on blast. I love y'all. Third commandment, I got some cursing. Y'all heard me curse. Y'all heard me swear. Blaspheming, I'm sure I've blasphemed God before. I'm positive. I can't think of an absolute instance where I've done it, but I'm absolutely positive I've done it before. Breaking an oath, taking in God's name, I've done that because I've told God, I promise if you get me out of this, I'll do that. So I know I've done that. Irreverent use of God's name and humor, done that one. Speaking evil of the church, done that one. Taking communion or the Lord's Supper in a careless manner, done that one. I had to go through a class to learn why you're supposed to take communion and then decided I don't need to be taking communion no more. Because if you read the people who are supposed to take communion, you probably don't fall on that list. Anger at God, I done that one. Careless use of God's name, done that one. Jeez, gosh, and oh my God, done that one. And that's just the third commandment. And so I look at this list, and all this list does is tell me how bad I need Jesus, how much worse I need Jesus than I thought I needed Jesus, how much more Jesus I need than I really considered that I needed. Because, I, I, like I said, we're not just talking about what we considered the big sins. We're not just talking about adultery and fornication and lying and uh, stealing and murdering. We're talking about all of these little sins that are equal to all the big ones. Because there's no degree of sin. Murdering, it, murdering somebody is just as bad as lying about somebody. They're all the same. Equal opportunity employer when it comes to sin. And so... I want all of us to really search ourselves and I want all of us to really take a moment to go before Christ and just, you know, have that conversation, you know, just God, I didn't, I didn't know how bad I was. I didn't know how dirty I was. And yet he still loves you. You know what I mean? Go to God and be like, I just didn't know how dirty I was. And yet you still love me. You still are with me. You still bless me. You still keep a roof over my head and food in my stomach. You still look after me. You still try to talk to me. Are you t- Listen, if this was a list of things that you couldn't do in a relationship with me and you had as many checked off as I have checked off, we couldn't be together no more. I'd never speak to you again. But God, you still talk to me on a regular basis. God, you still want to be next to me. You still want to have a relationship with me. You still want to know more about me. You still want to love me. You still want to teach me what love is. You still want to give me all of the good things of the earth, even though I break all of these relationship rules all the time. I really want to just, I just, I hope that everybody listening today is really just taking sin and putting it in a new perspective. Just take it and put it in a new perspective because what sin can really do for you is help you to know that you need more of Jesus. And so for those of you who are listening, who might not have known Christ before this show, I don't know how you ended up on this podcast, but if you did and you haven't really accepted God into your heart, or maybe you have accepted God into your heart and then you read this list or listened to this list and realized Maybe you really haven't accepted God into your heart. I just give you, this is an opportunity for you to find Christ. 
And all I'm going to ask you to do is repeat after me because after listening to this list, I need to be saved again. You know how sometimes, I don't know how many times, but I've been saved like 15, 16 times. But after reading this list again, I think I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. And so if you feel like I do about the list that I read, if you feel like I do about the sin in your life, if you feel like I do right now, which is humble and broken, that God would even look upon me with what I've done, with God, that God would even think to look my way with a heart of love, that he would even look kindly at me based off all the nastiness and dirtiness and filth and ragamuffin sin that I've been involved in. Yesterday, not just over my life, we're talking about yesterday. If you feel that way at all, just repeat after me. Because like I said, I'm I'm this this put it into a whole new perspective for me. And whatever Jesus I had yesterday, that ain't enough Jesus. I need the real Jesus. That was some imitation Jesus. I need some authentic, straight, fresh out. I need farm to table Jesus. This that's what that, you know, pink slime Jesus I've been dealing with before. I need farm to table, fresh off the crop, Jesus. It's the only way that I can conquer what's in me. It's the only way that I can conquer myself. It's because I can't do it. He's got to do it. And it's the only way that it's going to happen is if I ask him to come in here and fix all this dirtiness and fix all this nastiness, fix all this hurt, fix all these wounds, fix all this pain, fix all the anger. Fix all the despair. Fix all. Fix it all. So, just repeat after me. Father, I thank you for showing us who you are. Even if you just reveal a piece at a time, a little bit, day by day. I thank you for giving us an opportunity to find you. God, I ask that you would come into my heart. I ask that you would have Christ to come into my heart. I ask that you would have the Holy Spirit to come into my heart. And I ask that you would rule and reign in my life for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Moment of clarity. Catch you guys next time.